it's time for Love Talk with the Lovelies, Kathy and Carrie. Love Talk today about grateful hearts and new starts with special guest Judy Lester. Hello, friends, and welcome to Love Talk. You have found the Love Ladies. This is Coach Carrie Brinkader, and I am in studio today with the beautiful Kathy Enderbrock. Hey, Kath, welcome. Hey, Carrie, it's great to be in, be in the studio with you today in the beautiful state of Texas, Austin, Texas. We're missing our beautiful Miss Evelyn Davison. She's not with us today, but we are looking forward to having her back with us very soon. Well. Friends, it's a beautiful time in Texas. It is fall, and God is working as we lead and live with love across Texas and across the nation. How are you doing, love talking and love walking today? And friends, I tell you, if you want to go back and get some of our old shows, if this is the first time that you're listening into Love Talk and you want to know what it's all about, you can go and visit us on lovetalknetwork.com and get some of our old shows in our archives. Wow, we've got some great ones in there. I, I love, you. you know, there's one that we did just a couple of weeks ago that you did with Donnie Boyd and Brett Haas oh, that is fantastic. Fantastic. That one, the one with um, Joanne Gordon, um, just, uh, I, I've been so blessed by this show and just meeting people and interviewing people and really diving into the word. Um, what an absolute blessing. You know, friends, I ask you today, are you weary? I know we're probably all a little election weary, um, but here we are on the other side of it. And in this month of November, Thanksgiving, Kathy, thankful hearts and great starts. That's the name of our program today. Well, you know, and Carrie, you don't really think about November as a start month or anything. <laughs> True, right, you know? right. Yeah. But I think that sometimes it's a great reset, mm-hmm. but thankful hearts and great resets didn't really sound good. So I said thankful hearts and great starts. But guys, let's think about a reset today. November is the month that we are called as a nation to give thanks, Mm -hmm. to uh, express hearts of thankfulness. And if we're going to start anything, anything good, we can start it with thankfulness, the right perspective, a healthy perspective. And friends, if there were any time to shine, it is now. We need to shine now more than ever. And we shine not to be a glaring distraction, but to be a glowing reflection of Christ, because why this world needs it right now. We need Mm -hmm. some, some bright reflections of Christ in this world. So, Thankfulness it shines bright at November in our nation. It's something that our nation is known for. And so we're particularly called to give thanks. And we have a special guest who is in studio with us today who is going to help us stoke our Thanksgiving fires. And uh, not just in our lives personally, but within our families, within our communities. And she's a credentialed life coach. She's going to equip us today with some fun Thanksgiving exercises, Carrie. So we're going to introduce her and get into this a minute. And so I've, I've gotten a little bit of a preview on some of these Thanksgiving exercises. And, you know, we've done so many shows on Thanksgiving. And I think, you know what, this is how can there be anything new about Thanksgiving? We all know what it means. But when I went through some of these points and exercises, I was like, Wow, right? This makes yes. a difference. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm using this. I'm using yes. this. I think anytime we exercise our brains, our 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 bodies, um, we never regret it, right? Yeah. Um, we don't look back and go, I wish I wouldn't have done that, right? We <laughs> we go, oh, okay, I might be a little sore, but wow, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. And I I think our listeners will feel the same way about these 
thankfulness exercises. And, you know, I think for so many months now, we're just really tired of being told what to think and how to think Mm -hmm. and what to think about what. And when it comes to thankfulness, someone can't tell you what Mm -hmm. to be thankful for. They can't tell you that you need to be thankful There's something thankfulness has to kind of well up from within and um, it, but it's amazing because if we put just a little bit of effort into it, the payoff is exponential. You know, I, right now, as I'm sitting here looking at your beautiful face, Kathy, I'm thinking, how would my life change or how would the dynamic in my home change if every day I went first thing in the morning right as the kids are about to leave for school and hugged my husband and said, I'm so thankful for you and looked him straight in the eyeballs. And I did that to my teenage kids. I'm so thankful for you. You're such a blessing to me. What what a difference would that just make? How how great would that make you feel walking out the door? Like, someone's thankful for me? Wow. You know, that's, that's huge. Um, so I'm so excited about this show today. Listening friends, we have a verse from Hosea for you today. It's kind of towards the end of the Old Testament. It's a very small book, but it does have 14 chapters. Um, So the book of Hosea, Hosea 14, verse 9, and this is from the message, which is a translation of scripture that kind of speaks how we speak today. Um, I know Miss Evelyn loves this translation of scripture. It's an easy way to talk to people um, about Christ because it's, it's more conversational. So Hosea 14, 9, if you want to live well, make sure you understand all of this. If you don't know what's good for you, you'll learn this inside and out. God's path gets you where you want to go. Right living people walk them easily. Wrong living people are always tripping and stumbling. Pretty powerful words. You know, we want to go through life doing the right thing the right way. We know that God's way is always the good way, the right way, the best way. And so, you know, friends, I know sometimes you can just look back and go, I have just been stumbling through Mm -hmm. this year. Well, you know what? In November, let's stop. Let's get our feet on solid ground. Let's get a good foundation under our feet and let's walk the right path. Mm -hmm. And You know, Carrie, I think about just what's been happening in the week and, and, you know, looking back over this year. And I just think it's such an important year for our nation Mm -hmm. and such an important Mm -hmm. time for our nation. And I look at all of these amazing youth that God is raising Mm -hmm. up. I look at all of the incredible prayer movements. You know, we um, were talking with Summer Ingram about the response that happened in Washington, D.C., and the return, and how even during this event, um, we were having rabbis from Jerusalem calling across and saying, "You, what you guys are doing is crazy. It's outrageous. This, I mean, this is impacting us. And I think, okay, God, you are not done with us yet. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, this can be the most powerful month of Thanksgiving that our nation has had yet, friends, we just need to, we need to turn and embrace it and embrace God and maybe turn from some of the things that have been making us stumble and set a solid foundation under our ground, under, under our feet. Um, I think it's a, a privilege to live in the days that he's placed us in. We, you know, I miss Miss Evelyn because uh, I know she'd be talking about Esther right now. Uh, she right. loves, she loves mm-hmm. Esther, but the times that we're in, it does, it requires courage, hope, 
and faithfulness. And mm-hmm. I just think what an incredible book that God is writing. What, how many incredible stories he's writing right now in the lives of these faithful servants, you know, Franklin Graham and Anne Graham Lotz and all these people that have been walking so faithfully with him. And then I look at all of these new youth that he's raising mm-hmm. up, that he's raising into these huge positions that are kind of pointing the hearts of the, their generation back to God. And and I can see that looking back over this year, looking back over my life, that I really, there have been a lot of things that I should have been much more thankful for that mm-hmm. I wasn't at the time. And as we raise our kids, I, I want to raise kids who recognize what they have understand the importance of good stewardship and are, who are really thankful for the blessings that are surrounding them. Absolutely. You know, you talk about raising up young people and um, just the other night we're having dinner and my son, Logan, he's really started reading and um, pressing into kind of the political world and really trying to dive into, okay, I know I was brought up this way to think, you know, to, to kind of look at things in a certain way, but he's really diving into it now. And the conversations at the dinner table lately have just been phenomenal. And I said to him just the other day, I said, dude, you know, I am, it is so cool to watch you really dive into something because he's a sports guy, right? You know, if he's going to dive into something, he's going to tell me about stats, a basketball stat or something, right? But now he's diving into something different outside of that world. And um, I was like, man, it's really cool to watch you um, grow into just this really amazing young man Mm -hmm. and his face just kind of lit up and he was asking Ashley and I like well do you guys differ politically on any issues you know and (laughs) Ashley and I kind of looked at each other we're like well I don't know and um so we had a nice robust conversation at dinner and it was just so fun you know our kids and you talk about just pointing their hearts back to God, just just this young generation um, really diving into things right now and and searching for truth with a capital T. Um, I don't know if anybody out here has watched the movie or the documentary Social Dilemma. Kathy, have you watched that with your girls? Uh, We dropped Netflix, and I cannot find it on YouTube, so I have not. You know, it's pretty good. It's Mm. pretty good, and it's just a bunch of tech. Well, I say just. It's a a bunch of techie people that are talking about, um, you know, how the social media has really um, muddled the truth because you can't find pure truth anywhere because if you search something, conspiracy theory, 9-11, right, that's all your newsfeed is going to be circulated with is just conspiracy theories. So, so that's what you're going to believe, right? Mm-hmm. And, but yet if you search, I, I don't know, if you something, search something different, yet whatever you search, is going, you're, you're going to be infiltrated with that mm-hmm. information. So one side or the other. It was very eye-opening, and so um, just muddling through all that and knowing that we really have to dive into things pretty deep has been has been eye-opening for me. And during this season of thankfulness, to look to God for our truth and to look to Him for all things that are good, right, and true, wow, that is amazing. All right, Kathy, so it's time for you to introduce our uh, guest. I, I just can't wait. Yes. Okay. So our our special guest, we're so excited to have her in here with us. It is um, Judy Lester. And now her professional career, I have to tell you this, that she has an incredible background. Her professional career spans over 
30 years in individual coaching, strategic planning, executive leadership. She worked for 13 years in corporate leadership, 20 years as an owner-operator of an award-winning retail specialty store, and in 2016 sold her business and became a certified professional life coach. So it's, you know, these career transitions, she's kind of this fearless woman who... She wants if she wants to go and do something, she just goes and does it. No excuses, mm-hmm. doesn't make excuses. She just goes and does it. Um, so now Judy has natural listening skills, um, but she's added to that with some really powerful tools of questioning, challenging default thinking, and especially for shining the light on hidden greatness within those people that she coaches. That that she coaches and. As a certified professional life coach, she's uniquely equipped to help professional women overcome limits, obstacles, and overcoming fears so that they can be all that God calls them to be regardless of their circumstances. And she works with clients to help them realize their worth, their their inner beauty, their talents, while also feeling confident and joyful in their journey. So she enjoys speaking with organizations, associations, businesses, and basically working with any group or individual who wants to bring the dreams God has placed in their hearts and minds into reality. And she is not a one-person show. Uh, She has a wonderful man who she has been married to for over 32 years Len Lester, they have two beautiful and gay um, teenage daughters, one in college here in Texas and the other a 10th grader in Georgetown. And I love this. In her bio, she says she is a woman who strives to love and honor God wholeheartedly and love people unconditionally. I think mm-hmm. we need more people like that. Welcome to Love Talk, Judy. Thank you so much, ladies. It's such a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's great to see your face, Judy Lester. Uh, Judy and I go way back. Um, gosh, almost 20 years now, Judy. It is. Yeah, we had babies yes. um, when we first met. Um, and so I guess 17, 18 years. Uh, mm-hmm. What fun. We met at church. And I was just immediately drawn to Judy. She's so kind and so talented. Everything you've done in your life from corporate world and then, oh, you know what? I think I'm just going to start my own amazing business. (laughs) It's really insanity, yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. I think we all need a little bit of that, you know, every now and then to boost us to where we need to go. Our hidden greatness, as you call it, for sure. Well, friends, I, you know, we're already at the end of our first segment. We have just a plethora of questions to uh, throw at you today, Judy, about Thanksgiving. We want uh, Carrie and I and our listeners to be your own very own clients for the morning. <laughs> so you're going to walk us through Thanksgiving and how to um, make a grateful start Um a grateful heart and a new start. That is what we're looking for today. Friends, you're going to want to stay with us. We have a great program for you today. It's going to make a big difference, not only in uh, your personal walk, but your family life as well. Stay with us for Love Talk right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found that the love ladies welcome to Love Talk here on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, 101 FM and 1120 AM Central Texas Christian Talk. Great to have you today. And we want to thank some of our amazing sponsors who have been with Miss Evelyn, some for 35 years. What an absolute blessing. Like Tim Smith. 
Smith over at Hill Country Landscape. I know that it's getting into the winter months, but your yard and those um, those shrubs and everything, they still need care during the winter months. Now, in fact, is the time to have that landscaper out to help you take care of what you already have so that it will look beautiful come the springtime. So Tim Smith over at Hill Country Landscape, and we thank him so much for sponsoring this show for so long. Well, and I'll tell you this morning, I was actually grateful when that heater clicked on. (laughs) It's so nice when it starts to get cold outside that your heater works properly. And friends over at Casa Mechanical, they will take care of you if you need your heater checked out. Um, Hopefully your your air conditioner has been great all through the summer, but now it's time to give a little bit of love to that heater of yours and make sure it is ready to go into the winter months before we get too deep into winter months. You can call Casa Mechanical. They will be uh, the right people to help you out with that. And I just didn't know, you know, it's kind of like cars. You have to have that stuff checked out every now and then, you know, just general maintenance to come in and make sure everything's working well. They can do that. Yeah, we always you. do those annual checks. It really helps. It's like, well, you're going to replace the uh, the oil in your car before you need it, right, yes. before it starts to run out or get too dirty. And, I, you know, I think with everything, if you do those preventative checks, it helps everything run longer. Absolutely. Judy Lester is here today, certified life coach. We're so grateful that she is here today with our program, Thankful Hearts and Great Starts. Judy, um, all right, share with our listeners how you came to know Jesus, your, your story. Carrie, I would love to share with your listeners how I came to know Jesus. You know, I was practically born and raised in a little Baptist church in Lubbock, Texas. We met four times a week there. My mother was the first in her family of seven to be saved. And she Mm -hmm. made certain that her children were going to know the Lord Mm -hmm. by taking us to church every time the doors were open. (laughs) (laughs) If they were open, you were there. If they were open, we were there. And Sunday night, they weren't even open. (laughs) Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And what's the Tuesday was um, visitation. Oh, that's right. Yes, absolutely. Got to mm-hmm. go to vis- visitation. My dad did that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did a lot of visitation as a child. Um, so I grew up just completely steeped in going to church, being around Christian family. And at the age of seven on one Sunday, the Lord just moved my heart. And he pushed me right on up to the front of the sanctuary. And I walked up to the pastor and he asked me if I was ready to give my life to Jesus, and I said, yes, I am, and I prayed the prayer of salvation and confessed my sins, and shortly thereafter, I was baptized. And, you know, the really cool thing about it was that my home was not a very joyful, happy home. It was a pretty strained home. My father was an alcoholic, and and my mother was very tired. She had four children. I have a brother that's 18 years older than me, Mm -hmm. 16 years older than me, sister, and then a five-year-old sister at that Mm -hmm. time when I was born, and my mom was done. Mm-hmm. And she really didn't want to be raising another kid. And so it wasn't necessarily a happy place. So being there in the house of God was my happy place. Mm-hmm. It truly was. And so from that point on, I was really active in church. Um, I'd kind of struggled for some years thinking, is this real? Because mm-hmm. my home did not live what I was learning at church. So mm-hmm. it felt like a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I gave my life to Jesus, I really began to own that relationship, to own what that looked like, to read my Bible every day as a child. I can remember marking it up and reading it mm. and praying at night, every single night, praying for God to just be with me and help me to not be sad or lonely mm. or fearful. 
about my situation. And so he just was so ever present in my life. And through high school, once I got my license, we had a little prayer chapel outside of the the building and I would go every afternoon after school and I would pray Aww. in the prayer chapel and um it really was a safe place for you it was wow. it really was wow. it, it would just strengthen me to go home and to face whatever I had to face and to um, be able to do the things that I felt like God wanted me to do and you know I became go- known in high school as that God girl <laughs> the goody tissues the um it's kind of funny. My daughter now is actually even called Pastor Lester because she's the one like that in her <laughs> friend group. But so it was one of those things. I'm glad that she's followed that same path, but um, definitely how I was all through high school. And then I went off to college and continued to go to church and follow the Lord. But then about a year out of high school, I got a great opportunity for a wonderful job, and I moved, found a church there, and that's where I met my husband, Lynn. Um, we got married, and for whatever reason, we both just turned our back on God. We let go of the walk that we had with him. We quit going to church. We just started living our life for us and less only. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we did that for 13 years. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, we would feel God pulling at us to come back, and we'd pull up to a church. We'd sit in the parking lot, and we'd say, <coughs> Not this Sunday. <laughs> we would drive back home. Oh, wow. Um, so it was, Satan really had a stronghold on us. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to do when you get into a career and you're successful at it mm-hmm. and you're good at it. And then the money starts coming in and all of a sudden you can afford things and do things that you've never been able to do or afford. And you're feeling very um, independent and self-sufficient. And all of a sudden it's like, God, who needs God? I'm doing really well on my own. I I completely understand. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. You know, it was a lot more fun to take that boat out on a Sunday than go to church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what we did. But then we decided that it was time to um, return to the Lord whenever I had a miscarriage. We decided Mm -hmm. after all these years of fun, it was time to get going and start a family And I immediately had a miscarriage, and it just knocked me for a loop. And I went to Lynn, and I said, you know what? It's time we get back in church because if we're going to have a family, we've got to raise them knowing the Lord. We both rededicated our lives, and that's when our adult walk with the Lord began. And it has been an amazing, incredible journey of provision and love and goodness. So you left all the fun behind and realized that the true fun, the thrill, was right ahead of you. Absolutely. And that's, with the Lord right in the middle of it. That's. Mm-hmm. I always look back and I go, how could I have been so ridiculous as to think that God was not thrilling and amazing and the best ride that I would ever have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that always gets me, you know, the, the mm-hmm. people that go, oh, those Christians, they're just boring. They don't have fun. I'm like, oh, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we have so much fun. That's exactly of, right. I think one of the best things I've I've ever heard, this will stick with me forever, is God loves a great party. Yeah. He, he just does. hates sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loves a great party, right? He wants us to be happy and he wants us to experience all the fullness and joy that this life, that this life brings through him. Yeah. So. Amen. 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 <laughs> girl. <laughs> so true. So I want to find it. So, Judy, you now are this uh, certified, licensed professional coach. And so this has kind of really been taking a lot of, 
I don't know, notoriety, I guess, these days. I mean, like, I remember this whole phenomena of life coaching started back in the 80s with elite athletes, Hollywood stars, but now it's increasingly really taking hold and making a difference in the lives of so many everyday people. So um, we want you to kind of coach us on Thanksgiving today, but I want you to just explain to us really quick and to our listeners what is life coaching and why is it all like the talk right now for self-improvement? Sure. Well, you know, I really believe that the reason that coaching has grown in popularity is because it does produce extraordinary results in all aspects of life Mm -hmm. and in work and in business. It's the kind of results that individuals have difficulty producing on their own. And, you know, just like you, Carrie, coaches challenge, you challenge athletes, Mm -hmm. right, to Mm -hmm. work at their peak performance. A life coach helps individuals get peak performance in their life, whether that's in their business, in their relationships, Mm -hmm. in their health. There's a variety of ways that coaches do that, but it is helping you get peak performance because you can't often do it on your own. And while we do have God and he helps us through anything, we can do anything through Christ who strengthens us, sometimes he gives us those earthly people to help us see things differently, to lean and lead us toward him so that we can really clarify where it is that we want to go and that what's going to honor him and ourselves the best. I mean, he always talks about success in the multitude of advisors. You know, Mm -hmm. he always, I mean, even with Moses, when Moses was getting exhausted and couldn't move forward, uh, he had his father-in-law say, you know what, you need some advisors. You need to put some other people into leadership. You need to step out and, um, you know, get some people around you. So I love that. That's that's a really good point. Well, and you said earlier, Judy, and this is it's so profound. You know, you're you're helping people tap into this peak performance and shine light on their hidden greatness. Sometimes it takes somebody else shining this light on you going, no, 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 Carrie, don't you realize you have this already inside of you? Kathy was just talking about that earlier today about one of her daughters, that she has this amazing spatial talent awareness going on that um, is just, it's mind-boggling. Kathy's like, I don't get it. I don't see it. I, and, her, and her daughter's like, oh, Mom, it's so easy. It's just uh-huh. blah, 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 right? right? And, um, but Kathy is able to shine that light on her and say, right. hey, but you have, this is an amazing, innate ability and so that's what you're doing. Exactly. You know, just it taking that, that spotlight. That spotlight and saying, just reflecting back what's really in there already, what God has equipped and called and made the person to be, to help them find it and see it and own it. That's awesome. Because too many times you recognize it, you know it kind of, but there's all those fears that come up in your head and the doubts and the things that say, this is not for you. Oh, the fears and the doubts. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They they will smash us if we are not careful, won't they? They really will. Mm. Well, and I like that you say that you want your, your clients to have a joyful journey, mm. not something where they're just barely eking by and, and struggling through it, but that they're enjoying the process. Correct. And the joy is so important because if we are in joy in what we do, if we can, no matter what the difficulties are that come our way, no matter what the struggles and obstacles are that fall into our path, we can still move forward and know it's all going to be okay. It mm-hmm. does bring that joy. And a lot of that comes from gratitude, which mm-hmm. is why I love our topic today. Okay. Absolutely. Well, so I have, a, I have a question for you here. So thankfulness, we know it's a game changer, right? I mean, we, we get that. God calls us to give thanks. 
And But, Judy, I, I tell you, sometimes that is such a big ask because our, our minds, our thoughts, our emotions, they can just quickly go negative. So can you help Carrie and I uh, and our listening friends kind of switch gears from anxiety, frustration, negative thoughts, or, or even apathy, switch gears to thankfulness? Yes, Kathy, because having thankfulness is a game changer for sure. For example, one of my clients, I'll call her Tammy, she was at odds with her business partner, Nancy, and really, in her eyes, Nancy could do very little right. She Mm. was just putting down everything she did. The tensions was mounting, and everybody could feel it. The staff, the customers, their families, the anger and sadness that followed. It was really like a huge wrecking ball on their business and their relationship. Mm. Employees were quitting. Sales were down. I mean, it was just all falling apart. And the root of the problem was that Tammy's mind was just stuck on repeat, watching for what was not going right Mm. instead of finding what was going wrong. And so that negative spin cycle that we all get into so easily where you just, one thing goes wrong and you just keep looking for more and more and more Mm -hmm. to go wrong, Mm -hmm. that's where she was. But I have good news. You can reverse that spin cycle to be about the good that's going on, the great things that are happening, and that's where thankfulness comes in. So I had Tammy start identifying at least 25 things a day for a week. Oh, that was my challenge. <laughs> I want you to find 25 things in your day that go right. And when they do, I want you to find the person and thank them for oh, what nice. their contribution was to that. Mm-hmm. And, boy, did she do that grumbling. <laughs> She's like, this is the worst exercise ever. Um, but and So she struggled with it. But after a couple of days, she sent me a little text, and she said, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling better, and things are feeling better in the store. And by the end of the exercise, things had begun to really turn around. Everybody was feeling much more empowered. They were feeling appreciated. They were feeling... Um, like they made a difference, and mm. she felt the same because it was encouraging them, and she could see how it was lifting them up. And so just in finding that what's going right and leaning into the gratitude that it did go right and who was responsible for it or how it was responsible, it completely changed the course of where they were going, and things began to move along again, and sales went up, and the staff, you know, they got hired and attracted more and better staff, and things just she called me saying, I can't even believe how quickly things have turned around just with this one little shift. Well, and when you have that one little shift and you're being thankful and grateful for, oh, you took the initiative to take the trash out. Wow, thank you so much. You know, right. that was a needed. Then it's easier to, whenever there is a problem, to I'm sure to go to that person and say, hey, you know, I've noticed that. X. Right. It's not going very well. Can you talk me through that? And then they're more receptive because they feel appreciated. Exactly. Because appreciation creates connection. Mm. It builds the relationship Mm. rather than strains the relationship. I love that. Appreciation creates connection. Creates connection. I'm thinking of some moms who might be hearing this. Appreciation creates connection. How connected are you feeling to your teenagers these days? <laughs> Amen. You know, I, uh, I, I can even see myself in this because it's so easy, you know, when the girls are getting A's and things are going well and they're coming home happy and we just go, oh, yeah, that's, that's the way it's meant to be. That's the way it's meant mm-hmm. to be. And we really don't show our appreciation and gratitude and we don't, press it and feel thankfulness for it. 
but boy, as soon as that D comes along on a test or they've bombed something, <laughs> all of a sudden it's, you know, wrecking ball comes it down. Is. So that's so I can see how that could help us not just in our professional lives, but in our personal lives and even with our spouse, especially. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Appreciation creates connection. Now, Judy, I heard you mention earlier, you mentioned this word gratitude, but how does that differ from thankfulness? You know, I really appreciate that you noticed that because a lot of people don't really take time to think about the distinction between the two. Gratitude is something that we feel deep inside of our hearts and our soul. It permeates our inner being and it shifts our emotions from feeling like a victim to being a victor Mm -hmm. or from feeling hopeless to being really hopeful. When we intentionally direct our thoughts toward what we have to be thankful for, it shifts our emotions from the negative and defeated to the positive and the empowered. You know, I can really think a few things better than a heart overflowing with gratitude. I mean, mm. think about those situations that you've had mm. where you're just incredibly grateful and the chills you get and the, the way it just affects you physically and mentally, emotionally, mm. when you feel deep gratitude. That deep gratitude comes from acts of thankfulness. Mm. So gratitude is how you feel. It's how it's how you respond spiritually and emotionally to the thankfulness, the act of being grateful. Well, and you know, when you get in that negative cycle, like you were talking about before, that negativity, it drains you physically. Mm-hmm. You know, that that negative cycle, it, it just wipes your body out. Whereas when you're in this cycle of gratitude... You, your body feels better. Yes. Your your hormones, your emotions, the 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 things that control us, they they start activating properly, right? Right. The way we were designed. Exactly. And you feel better physically. Yes. Um, when you're in that cycle of gratitude, um, well, thankfulness, which leads to this gratitude. Exactly. Very, very cool. I mean, it's interesting, Carrie, when you, you know, we truly were meant to lead joyful lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, even with the biochemical makeup, my mom, who's been a therapist all her life, she talks about the importance of Uh, your serotonin levels, which are all of those, the healthy Mm -hmm. chemicals in your body that that, um, make you feel up and energized. And she talks about cortisol levels, which is the stress chemical in your body. And if you do get into these negative, what did you call it, stuck on repeat in a negative <laughs> spin cycle, yes, what, what that, uh, th- that spin cycle continues to push into your system is cortisol. And it in once, and the cortisol depletes your serotonin and you will actually become clinically depressed where right. you mm-hmm. have to get on medication mm-hmm. to help restart um, the, your body producing this serotonin. So I love the things that we're talking about. It's mm-hmm. not just happy, happy, feel good stuff. Right. This is where the, the rubber meets the road, right? right? Right. And it's science. You know, God actually made our brains so incredibly bent toward honoring him with gratitude that... Like you were talking about with your mom, you can check Psychology Today or any of these other things Mm. to validate that there is scientific proof that gratitude is life-changing, that it actually alters how your body chemicals work Mm -hmm. and can move you out of anxiousness and into Mm. places of joy. 
you know, I love the, the verse that says we're to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not supposed to enter with fear and anxiety. He What he has for us is we're going to see him. We're able to live in that place and abide by him in a place of thanksgiving and joy and praise. And that's how he's designed us to operate. That's our, that's our, you don't even have to be in drive. That's just your neutral. Right. That's the sweet spot. It is the sweet spot. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Um, Okay, Judy. So, great. Right. We're talking about thankfulness, gratitude. But, Judy, we we know 2020 has been crazy. It's been ridiculous. And um, what what do we do when tragedy strikes? You know, how, how do we find this gratitude when deep heartbreak is involved? I really appreciate you asking that question because it's a tough subject and it's often avoided because people are uncertain about what to do. Mm-hmm. When something really devastating or heartbreaking happens, the natural tendency for most believers is to move into the at least, well, at least this, you know, at least he's in a better place now. At least there's a lot of that that goes on. And that does help shift from pain to something that will make us feel better because it, it has some, a thread of gratitude. We're grateful that at least this happened. So we usually don't think about giving thanks when someone dies or has horrible news, but that gratitude can be one of the most healing tools that we have. When we really gently and prayerfully help ourselves or others to process how, what we're thankful for about the situation, what we're thankful for, what we had in the situation before it became horrible, it really turns things around and can begin to take off that negative cycle of the loss and the, the weight of the loss mm-hmm. and begin to help you see the healing parts of it. Because in those memories and recognizing what was good, what happened, the at least, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference. You know, I, I felt that this year. Uh, my mom and I have spoken many times about we are so thankful that Daddy did not have mm-hmm. to go through 2020 and be mm-hmm. ill in 2020. That we're so thankful that he went to be with Jesus when he did um, last August, so that we could spend. We literally spent his the almost 24 hours a day with him for the last 30 days. Wow. And what a what an absolute blessing yes. that was. Yes. Um, and so we have said that, you know, uh-huh. if there's anything good about 2020, it's that daddy's with Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he didn't have to go through this. And my heart breaks for those who had to, you know, have to talk to their mom or dad through a window and yes. put their hand up to a window and they can't hug them and physically feel them and touch yes. them. That is heartbreaking um and so you know i guess being thankful in those situations that i can see your face even though i can't touch you i can see your face you know i can see how that thought process of being grateful for okay i'm grateful for this i do wish it was different but i'm still going to be thankful for for this right and i remember carrie you were talking at one show when you you your daddy had had gone to be in heaven with Christ, and you started looking back over your life and, like, all of the incredible life lessons mm-hmm. that, that he had, had taught you, all of the all the moments that he was there for and mm-hmm. present, and mm-hmm. not just present, but fully engaged. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
and um yeah, I, I remember you sharing those with our listeners and and with Evelyn and I, and it wasn't sadness that no. filled your heart. Mm-hmm. It was joy for mm-hmm. what an incredible dad you had gotten to have. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about y'all, but these new updates are on the phone now. And so occasionally, I don't know, I'll scroll through something and these pictures pop up that are in my feed. And the other day, this one of my dad with this ridiculous like sombrero on his head pops up (laughs) and I just smiled and laughed and it was just a feeling of such joy Mm -hmm. right and thankfulness for the good things for the good things listening friends we have to take a break and uh, listen to some of our get to listen to some of our wonderful sponsors Santa Rita Ranch and Garner Insurance and we know you will not want to miss Judy's five exercises for thankfulness when we return to Love Talk right after this. And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk. This is Kathy Indebrock in studio with Coach Carrie Brinkader and our incredible guest, uh, credentialed life coach, Judy Lester. Well, friends, we've been talking about thankful hearts and great starts. Judy's been equipping us with um, these thankfulness exercises, which are so great. I love the one that we did in the last program, um, actually writing down 25 things a day that we're thankful for, but you don't stop there. You actually go to the person who is responsible for that and show your appreciation and thank them for um, the role that they had and what you're grateful for. So it's amazing how that can change your family life, your Mm -hmm. professional life. But, you know, I'm also thinking your community life, going to Mm -hmm. your town mayor, going to your city council, going to your school board. We're so quick to, as Judy was saying, get into this negative spin cycle. Mm -hmm. um, And that's not where we want to be. That's not where we want to live. And friends, for this month of November and uh, looking back through 2020, We may have been in a negative spin cycle. We don't want to stay there. We want to get out of that spin cycle. We want to um, develop grateful hearts. We want to get a solid foundation under our feet that is going to lead us in the right direction, walking the path and love walking and love talking with those around us. Well, friends, thank you so much for joining us today on the Love Talk Network on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, 101.1 FM and 1120 AM. If you'd like to share this program with a friend, you can visit us at our archives at www.lovetalknetwork.com. Well, Judy, we have about 10 minutes left in this segment, and you have... For Carrie and I and our listeners, you've developed um, this uh, list of kind of five exercises for developing a thankful mindset. So uh, walk us through this. All right. Well, the first one is to start looking for what's going right when it feels like all is going wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just want to stop there on that one for a moment because we're approaching our Thanksgiving table soon. And mm-hmm. a lot of times that's a moment of tension for some families where there's differing opinions, there's differing ways of being, <laughs> and it can create some rubs. And hopefully this year, even amid COVID, there's going to be some fam- family gatherings outside. I'm hearing all sorts of innovative things yes. going on. But um, so when you find yourself getting triggered, you know, you feel that little jolt in your body because someone says something that you don't agree with and that it wants to cause some sort of rub, taking that moment to just concentrate on, but what's right? Mm. What's good here? 
I'm not going to let one comment ruin how I feel in this situation. Mm -hmm. Um, What do I have to be thankful for about this relationship, about this person? Mm -hmm. So that's what really starting to look for what's going right when it's all feels like it's about to go wrong Mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. Um, You take that one step further and throughout your daily life, keep a journal of all that's good and maybe do it on your phone. If you're a really small person like me, I (laughs) I carry like this micro purse and so I have to keep everything on my phone. But if you're one of those big purse gals and you like to carry a journal around or something like that, noting whenever you see something that's going well and something that you're grateful for to begin to keep a journal of that to look back over is really powerful. You know, Judy, I want to pause here because when there is a cycle of negativity and it's going on around you, whenever you are the one that can go, wow, this turkey is so delicious and this table setting is beautiful. Have you done something new with your hair because you look gorgeous? Right. Right. When you're the one that can um, that can be the light in a situation mm-hmm. that could very quickly go wrong. Yes. People kind of take a step back, right? They have a tendency to kind of go, oh, oh wait a minute. You know, or at least you hope that's what's going to happen, right? That uh, they, they can then stop the negativity or what's going right. on at the time. And then you can change the course of conversation. Exactly. Because like energy attracts like energy. And mm-hmm. once you start putting that positive energy out there, that great, that gratitude, that recognition of what's good it makes others start looking for it and thinking about it as well. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's great. I'm it's glad you brought that up. It's amazing how our spirit can influence the spirit in others as yes. well. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's just like that's the reason you have a spirit team. They're called cheerleaders, right? <laughs> yes. I love that spirit team within yeah. you. Yes. Um, okay, so we are keeping a journal, um, even if it's in our phone or on a little list, that every time we see something that is going right, we are writing it down. Okay, what right. next? Then you take that one one step further, and at the end of each day, thank God for each entry as you read it aloud. Mm. As we read it out loud. Read it out loud. It's more powerful when you speak it. That's part Mm. of why coaching works so well, because we read things and we try to process them, but if you speak them out loud, you hear them differently, other people hear them differently. I mean, it just, it makes a big difference. I like it. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I was thinking that maybe... This month uh, to do like a thankfulness jar to the end of the year with the kids and they Mm -hmm. drop a little something, a note each day. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the year, you go back through and you go, oh, this day you were thankful for comfortable shoes. (laughs) Or something, right? A thankfulness jar. I love uh it. I think that's in the same vein. It is the same vein. Exactly. And it definitely makes a difference to... to read them out loud and to say them out loud. I think my kids think I'm crazy sometimes because I'm in there talking out loud to myself all the time. <laughs> I do this a lot. That's great. That's great. They should think you're crazy. Keep them on their toes. Okay, exactly. so number three. Number three is to each morning give thanks for three things or three people before your feet even hit the floor. Mm. And to try to do something different every day because it's easy to say every morning, well, thank you, God, that I've, you know, worked live through the night, that I woke up today, and that the sun is shining. My husband, my children, my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And so don't be on repeat with that. Challenge yourself to find three different things every morning that you're thankful for to start your day. Because if you start your day with gratitude before your feet even hit the floor, it sets the intention and the tone for where you're going in the day. 
Mm. Oh, the enemy will hate that. Yes, oh. he will. <laughs> Absolutely. It right? starts your day with joy. I mean, who doesn't want to start their day with joy? Oh, okay, so we you. think joy. J-O-Y. Three letters, three things. Exactly. Okay. I love that. <laughs> All right. So number four. Number four is to express the intent or to give the intention to express a word of thankfulness to every person you come in contact with throughout mm. the day. And this is one I love to do in the grocery store <laughs> is as you just come across people, you know, oh, thank you for, oh, you like that? Thanks for telling me or whatever, you know, and asking the person who's ringing you up and scanning your groceries all day, you know, what's going on with you and being grateful. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making this so easy for me. Yeah. Um, it brightens their day and yours, too, as you see them just like their eyes brighten and they get really excited that someone actually noticed they were a person. Yeah. Yes. And absolutely. not a machine behind there. Exactly. Or some, and that you're not a grumbling person that's grumbling about this, that, and the other as they come through the line. Exactly. Which I know happens quite frequently. It does. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Set set the intention to express a word of thankfulness to people that you see throughout the day. Yes. Okay. All and right. then that naturally leads to number five, which is to notice how it makes you feel every time you are thankful and celebrate mm-hmm the new role that gratitude plays in your Christian walk in your life. Because if you take time to notice how something that you do for yourself and for others makes you feel, it just, it's like stoking the fire. Mm -hmm. It does just bring out more of that gratitude and that joy. Mm. That's awesome. You know, this week um, I got a text from a teacher at school, and it was a positive text about my son. She she just wrote, um, so thankful for your son. He makes me feel so special. And I just thought, oh. And so when he got home from school that day, I was like, Logan, I got it. I got a note from one of your teachers today, and I made it sound stern, right? I had this stern face and a stern voice, and he was like, what? I said, what'd you do today? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? <laughs> like, what did you do today? And then I started smiling. I couldn't hold back anymore. I was like, dude, I got the coolest note from your from one of your teachers. She's not even his teacher anymore, but um, when he was younger, she was, and Anyway, it made my day. Yes. And yeah. that made him feel so good. She, It literally took her probably four seconds mm-hmm. to type that out and send me yeah. that text. And that's just been a glorious thing. He just needed that shot in the arm. Right. You know, I think we all need that. We, we all need to know that we're loved and that we're important and that somebody thinks we're amazing. Yes. Even if it's a stranger. Mm-hmm. I mean, the look on people's faces like that. Like, I think about the grocery store, like you said, and a mama's got a screaming kid, mm-hmm. right? And she just is struggling to get to the next <laughs> aisle, yeah. right? I love seeing that mom and just being like, you got this. It's mm-hmm. okay. I've been there. Mm-hmm. You you will get through this. You know, just that word mm-hmm. where she's like, oh, praise the Lord. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make it through. Because right. I, I don't know, Kathy, you had three. Like, I, I was there. You were there. You, know. you have to be like, I mean. Oh, you're yeah. there and you're just so embarrassed. But Judy, thank you so much. I I just want to can, can you just run through those five things just super fast before we close the show? Okay, yes. Start looking for what's going right when it feels like all is going wrong and keep it in a journal or your phone some way. At the end of the day, thank God for each entry as you read it aloud. So that's one and two. They really work well together. The next one is every morning, give thanks for three things or people before you're fit your feet even hit the ground. And then the fourth one is to set the intention to express a word of thankfulness to every person you come in contact with throughout the day. Mm. Give them something to make them feel good for their day. Mm. 
And then the fifth one is to notice how it makes you feel whenever you are thankful and celebrate how when you lean into that thankfulness and gratitude, it makes your life so much more joyful and connected. Those are fantastic. I, you know, I love Miss Evelyn always tells us Thanksgiving is for thanks living. And I can see how coach can make such a difference. We could all use a coach. Now, Judy, can you tell our listeners really quick how they can get a hold of you and find out more about life coaching? Yes. I love that word. Thanks living, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, I welcome listeners to join my private Facebook group. It's called Joyful Confident You. Find me on LinkedIn with my name, Judy Lester, or visit my website, judylester.com. There you can learn about events, trainings, and reach out for a complimentary breakthrough session if you'd like to have one. I love helping women get unstuck on even just one problem. I'm in Georgetown, and I enjoy meeting in person when possible. Georgetown, Texas, that is. (laughs) And I coach ladies all over the U.S. using Zoom. So if you want to find a professional coach near you, though, visit the International Coaching Federation and click their link for Find a Coach. Awesome. Kathy, great to be in studio with you today. Judy, such an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, (laughs) man. Listening friends, we love you so much, and we pray that you are thankful and grateful today. Until next time, we'll see you then on Love Talk.